At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game. Good Wednesday morning to you, Gil Alexander. VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in, we appreciate it. Jeff Parlay here as well. Johnny on the spot. Jeffrey on the spot. Producer number five and eight. How you doing, man? You good? I've never, I've never heard that one before. I don't know. It just comes out. Hey, of, hey look, comes wait, out of my wait, mouth. Wait, whatever whatever comes out of your mouth is usually, yeah. usually good, Gil. Usually, I would, I, I would yes. throw that in the possibly good. Category. Possibly good. I would say in radio, you you start the difference between writing and and radio. Radio, like at a certain time, the show starts. And you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be good, dumb, silly, stupid, whatever. But it's just going to happen, and then it's over. Writing, you actually have to write something down on the paper. It's all another conversation. Dan Bespers on today's show. We will talk NBA with Dano. Uh, and I will rant about how no one gets the fact that the Warriors are just better than everybody else. But we'll 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 go down that rabbit hole when we get there. Jason Weingarten from the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. He will join us as well. And then a whole bunch of NFL. Uh, our power rankings, God help us, let the hate wash over us for those. Those are almost impossible to make these days. Um, but you got to stand for something, and I'm definitely standing for something in those. Jeff will have his as well. We'll talk about adjusted season win totals in the National Football League as well. And Michael Lombardi, as is the case each and every Wednesday, he's kind enough to join us right before the Lombardi line. I will pepper him with some questions there as well. Should be like 10 segments, but we get him for one, so we'll try to pack in as much as possible. But we always start Wednesday with some college football. And our buddy from uh, Kegs and Eggs on Twitter, great handle on the Twitter machine. Of course, he's at Bleacher Report and a VEASAN contributor, our CFB, our college football analyst. It's Adam Kramer. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well. How about you, my friend? I'm good. I have so much to ask you about last week and this week, but let us start with the third version, the third iteration of the college football playoff rankings real quick. And we'll talk about this through the prism of this coming uh, week's games. And, uh, you know, it's the third of six. Again, only the sixth one matters. And I'll just, I'll preface it once again, Adam, with the two things that I like to say at the top. One, college football is not a meritocracy. It's just about the economy. (laughs) And two, we also talk at each other because some people are talking about the four most deserving teams. Some people are talking about the four best teams. So knowing that this is all, you know, a mishmash of people talking at each other, as we look, the first seven teams, one through seven, are the exact same as they were last week. And my my first question to you becomes, we talked a little bit about it just now off air, doesn't this sort itself out in the end? Like this week alone, there's a couple teams in the top seven that might fall. It's amazing what clarity you can get in a week where nothing changes. Oklahoma loses. That's good for business. The business being the college football playoff, right? And so you have 
you look at the top, right? You're going to have Georgia play Alabama, and that's where it could get fun and chaotic and kind of weird for teams four or five, depending on the result of that game. Saw Circa hung a number this week of three. Feels about right. Whatever. But you've got Michigan State, who's sitting at seven, going to play Ohio State. That's going to sort itself out this week. You've got Oregon, who's a dog this week, which could sort itself out this week or next, or in the Pac-12 championship. So it's like you evaluate all these teams. The, the, the one constant here is Georgia. The only constant here is Georgia. Like, they have a very easy schedule. If they lose the SEC championship game, they're in. Might even be a two-seed or even a one-seed. I mean, who knows, right? So the only constant is Georgia. And everything else seems like it's just going to play out. Michigan, Ohio State, they're going to play out. So, so I really think... As I look at this, the two areas that I think we should look at, if you're interested in chaos, and I certainly am, that's the greatest commodity this sport has, is Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. If the losses start to pile up, if Oregon loses this week, we really start. We really should start considering Oklahoma State as a viable threat. But outside of that, and, and of course Cincinnati, which is going to be this very awkward talking point until now until the end of time, until they join a, the, the Big 12, but outside of that, you're right. For, for it not having moved, some of the results we've gotten the last couple of weeks have really changed things up accordingly. And by the way, didn't you say last week Oklahoma did not make the playoffs? Wasn't that your call last week on the show? Oh, yeah. Wow. It was. I mean, it, they they are who we thought they were, right? To, to, to get my old Herm Edwards, uh, bad Jets team, bad Jets quotes involved, seems appropriate when the Jets keep just allowing point after point after point. But they are who we thought they were. They... We, that team played like exactly like they have been when you, you're shuffling around quarterbacks, everything else, Oklahoma. But but people always say then, oh, the Big 12 is out of it. Kind of getting back, getting back to it, I really think if Oklahoma State, and you and I were talked a little bit about this off air, if, if Oklahoma State was Penn State or they were in a different conference, I mean, this is a legit defense that's really good, like a legit defense. I mean, that's an excellent, excellent group, you know, top 10 metric-wise in pretty much most categories. If that was just optics-wise slightly different than who they are and they can't escape who they are, their identity, I think the conversation surrounding that team would be a heck of a lot different than it is right now. And right now, no no one's really just talking about them whatsoever. Two things. One, let's give Denny Green the credit for they are who they thought they were. Oh, my God. The late great Denny Green. Just want to point that out. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> playoff. That would be Jim Mora. Playoffs. Playoffs. Well, there's my Yukon. There's my Yukon in ejection into this too. Herm, so I'm Herm just Edwards. not going to quote NFL quotes. Herm Edwards was, "We play to win the game." That was, that yes. was Herm Edwards. We got it. Well, and and yeah. so I just started writing. I just wrote a description of Arizona State and Oregon State. Uh, because I like the uh, I like the over in that game, right? So I'm uh, too much content for me, man, to I begin understand. quoting things like that. I understand. That was just a parenthetical. That was a little side right there. So the last thing about this, though, before we get to the games yeah. that that involve these top teams, does Oklahoma State though have any scenario where they actually get in this or no? Well, yeah, I think I think if they win out, then we do the Cincinnati thing, and Cincinnati could lose this week to SMU. I don't think they will, but yes, absolutely. I, I think they need some help. But let's play this scenario out. Al, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, one of those is going to go, right? Ohio State, Michigan State, one of them is going to go. So you've got two teams that they can jump right there. You've got potentially Alabama. Where this becomes interesting, would one loss Oklahoma State get in over Alabama? Could one loss Oklahoma State get in over Cincinnati? I think the answer is yes. I, to me, that's a really interesting team. And could they get in over Notre Dame, of course, who's not going to play in a conference championship. So, absolutely. I think it's a very realistic scenario. I do think they need some help. Yeah, I do. And I will, I lied. One more thing. I have had, I have had people inside ESPN tell me directly to me, Gil, if Alabama loses a second game to Georgia, doesn't matter how, they will not be in the playoff. And to that, I do not believe that for one second. Are you on my side on that? I've gone back and forth on this. I, I don't think the um, – I think that LSU win did not help their cause because they really did not look dominant. They looked very mortal. So they've got a couple of games coming up, obviously Arkansas and Auburn, where they can generate an impression. And then I think a lot of it depends truly 
on what kind of game we get against Georgia. <clears throat> but the playoff committee does not want a rematch either. This is a big part of this discussion. So if Alabama plays Georgia in the SEC championship game and loses, are you going to run that game back? Alabama-Georgia again in round one, one versus four, because that's probably what you're talking about potentially doing, depending on how good the game is. I originally thought, yes, we could absolutely do that. I think Alabama's going to have to look really, really good for that to be the case, and I think teams are going to have to lose. I, I mean, that's the other part of this, too. It's not just them. It's going to have to be, like, imperfect records to force Alabama into the playoff in that equation. All right, so we have Oregon. Oregon, and this is the biggest you know, game of the week example of how the playoff rankings do not at all correspond with the betting market. Oregon is a three-point dog at Utah. Oregon, a team that it would be entrenched in the playoff right now. What do you got? I, I love betting Utah at home. <laughs> I, just, I, I do. I love betting Utah at home. Look, you know my style right now, which is contrarian. Um, I really, really like Utah in this game. Now, look, last week was not good. They didn't look great at Arizona. I mean, <laughs> that game was close. You got a three-and-a-half, what, you know, 24-point spread, and you keep seeing the ticker because I wasn't watching that game for a while with so much stuff going on, and that was close. But was that because it was on the road, look-ahead spot, whatever? I still think that Utah's a really good team. I think it's a really difficult venue. And, and also – you know, I know Oregon's covered the last two weeks, but that was not an easy game against Washington State. They get out to an early lead, two touchdowns. They need to scramble to cover that game, depending on what number you had. And then you go back a week against Washington, who just fired its coach. And even that, yes, weather was an issue, was not an easy game. I just, I know it's been, it's been a weird year for Oregon. We're still going to rank them at number three for whatever reason. We're just going to keep doing that. I don't agree. I think this is a really, really good spot for Utah. I'm going to take last week's Utah result and kind of use that in, as, a, as a mulligan and say that was just not the, the team that we're used to. I think Utah wins this game. Oregon, like we said, could sort out with a loss here, and they won't be part of the discussion moving forward if they do for the playoff. Uh, we have about a minute here before the break. Let me just take two and put them together. Ohio State, a 20-point favorite versus Michigan State, Bama, the same against Arkansas. Who's got the best shot at covering? Who's got the best shot at an outright upset? I would say Michigan probably has a better shot as as a outright upset because you've got Michigan State. You've got Kenneth Walker, right? So if you can if you can duplicate your second half formula against Michigan with Kenneth Walker becoming Superman. By the way, that's a difficult formula to produce all the time then you can do ball control. You can, you can do that. Arkansas's formula is just going to be kind of hang around with Bama. Maybe this team is, is mortal Bama, and that's, that's the case. But I just think it's going to be challenging. So individually, yes. And by the way, this is a hugely interesting Heisman game, Ohio State, Michigan State, with Stroud and Walker, who are you know, right there. I mean, this thing is closed when you look at 2-1, to 3-1. to one. So I think the winner of this game has a chance to really cement themselves potentially as the favorite, at least temporary, temporarily before Alabama gets a shot at Georgia. But no, I I think both games could get lopsided. You got Kenneth Walker. I think you got a you, you got a puncher's chance. Okay, we'll come back, Adam. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Going to get more of your thoughts, your best bets for this week. I do have a tennis pick as well. Ooh, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay with uh, breaking Jets news. Oh, as we all expected this morning. (laughs) Joe Flacco is going to start for the Jets on Sunday. Uh, Zach Wilson's not ready. Shrug emoji on Mike White. So... There you go. Shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. That's the only thing. We were talking about it off the air, and uh, our, our colleague here at the network, William Hill, tweeted it out. This is solely whatever the Jets – the Jets can say whatever they want. This is solely to eliminate the potential uncomfortable situation sure. of Mike White playing well after a bad game against Buffalo and they all the noise of playing White over Wilson. They want to go to Wilson as soon as he's healthy again. You, you said it. Uh, you said it on guessing lines when I asked you. You're like, no, now now this gives them the option to, to bring Zach Wilson back, right? Whether it was this week or, or subsequent week. Now they don't have the Mike White problem, if you will, anymore. Other news: Greg Zerline will be back kicking for the Cowboys. So that ends the uh, the media's need to pronounce Liram Hirulahu correctly anymore. Congratulations. You're very welcome. Nailed it. Let's bring in Adam Kramer back in to talk a little more college football. You brought up, Adam, uh, Cincinnati and their game against SMU. As you wrote at VEASAN.com this week, this had been the game that we had kind of circled, right, on Cincinnati's schedule. Like, this is the game, oh, I could see them losing this one. SMU's offense can go on for days. Uh, It is a double-digit spread. Do you still feel that way about SMU? They could rise and beat Cincinnati here? You know, I like Cincinnati in this game. <clears throat> it was interesting. I had to travel yesterday, got on the plane. This number was, you know, 12, 12-ish, and got off. And clearly SMU got some steam. The number had come down a point, half point, depending on where you look. I still like I, – I, at some point, Cincinnati has to cover a spread. There's some very, you know, direct gambling talk for you. At some point, right, they can't continue to look – inadequate across this many games. So there's a few things, and I'm, I'm going to do the coach speak. Has Cincinnati cared about the last month of football? They've played some bad teams. They haven't looked great. I think it'll be very interesting and telling to see what performance we get. It was better, I guess, against South Florida, Tulsa, Tulane, I mean, Navy. I, I'm, I think it, I really like this team. Obviously, the health of the running back is a big thing to follow. I still think there's a lot of talent there. So I'm inclined to actually back Cincinnati, but I would imagine there's a lot of people over the past two weeks that have said the same thing and said, why am I doing this? So the other, the other part of this game, and I think it's a big story in college football across the board this week is venue. SMU of course has not played particularly well, especially of late on the road. That's where the losses are. I I'm, I'm willing to take a crack here at Cincinnati because I do think actually they're actually a very, very talented team. They need to show it. We need to see the team that we saw against Notre Dame. All right, before we get to your favorite bets, let's play a little game of what was worse. What was worse in a couple uh, categories? One, uh, Texas losing outright to Kansas or Florida spotting 
not spotting, but giving up 42 to FCS Samford in the first half and having to come from behind to beat them 70 to 52. What was worse? Well, the answer is yes. Just plainly <laughs> yes to both. But I, it, it has to be Kansas. Not only did you lose to Kansas, but you lost on a two-point conversion to a walk-on fullback who had not played, catching a ball. And, and, and God bless him, and God bless Kansas for that win. But the just think of the last three weeks of Kansas, or excuse me, of Texas. You have this loss. You have the Bo Davis audio getting leaked, which to me was a little overblown, but still not great. And then you had the whole pole assassin monkey situation. And if you followed that story on Twitter, I'm not going to get into it, but it's been some, they've been through some things here at Texas and still losing to a team that had not won a conference road game in about 400 years. It's bad, man. Like that's, that's as bad of a start for Steve Sarkeesian coming up. What five straight losses. They haven't yeah. done that in 60 years. It, it's really bad. What was worse? Uh, those who had Boise state, watching Wyoming go 74 y- yards down the field to, uh, to beat the spread, or, or those who actually won on the spread with UW, but who thought that they were about to lose it. And uh, I even know a buddy who said he was like, he's ready to throw stuff through his TV. And then just an unbelievable miracle cover for UW. What was worse, the, the loss for the Boise State people or enduring what the UW people had to? So I had Washington, okay? I did. I was on Washington. I, I felt awful afterwards. I wasn't happy. There wasn't joy in my heart for covering that game. I had to like pace around my house quietly just to think about what I had just experienced. But the, the Boise one, because you lose on Hill. You can brace for the, the uh. bad pitches. You lose on Hill Marys. That was just like a, a, a 10-yard like button hook that turned into a 70-yard touchdown. That was so jarring, and you're just waiting for someone to tackle, and yet suddenly the wide receiver has a jetpack attached to them. That was about as jarring as a loss that I can remember just because of the play design. It's not normally how you're going to lose that bet. College football. Jeff, what's your comment? It is what it is. Jeff Parlay, copyright. Uh, what are your favorite bets this week, then? What do you got, Adam? Really like Kansas State against Baylor. This is hangover city for Baylor. Kansas State now, what, minus one in this spot. Deuce Vaughn, one of my favorite players in all of CFB, 300-yard games in a row. Kansas State's quietly worked their way into the discussion. I think they'll certainly be ranked after this week. Uh, Big 12 is weird, man. Dave Aranda kicking field goals (laughs) that don't matter and and, and very angrily doing so. I kind of love that, the pettiness of it. I think that's a problem. Uh, I mentioned Arizona State, Oregon State. That's a really be- a bet I really love. Uh, I like Navy minus four versus East Carolina. East Carolina big win over Memphis. I think Navy coming off a bye just played Notre Dame. They've played better of late since they've made some staff changes. I think Navy wins that one. And on the topic of Kansas, I'm going to back TCU. I liked Oklahoma State last week against TCU. It was one of the easiest covers you'll have uh, that I've had all year. But TCU minus 21 again. Hangover angle in the Big 12 is is thriving this week, I believe. A hangover for Kansas, which is actually really odd to say out loud, but I think they're going to have one. Adam, appreciate it as always, man. We will uh, we'll see. We'll let this play out this week, and if there's outrage that is merited, we will bring it next week with it. Sounds good, my friend. Adam Kramer, everybody. At Kegs and Eggs on the Twitter machine. Uh, Jeff, yesterday, baseball awards. we got to follow up on this thing, right? Is, is baseball telegraphing the pass on all of these awards? Well, Gabe Kapler did win Manager of the Year. Bruce Bochy, former Giants manager, awarding it to current Giants manager. See how that worked? But on the American League side, Mike Sosha gave out Manager of the Year. I said, was Scott Service going to get it? Scott Service not only a catcher, but also played for Mike Sosha? No. Kevin Cash gets it. So does this give glimmer? Does it give a glimmer of hope? To anybody who now has, say, I don't know, Zach Wheeler to win NL Cy Young or Corbin Burns, and to anybody who has Juan Soto or anybody else to win NL MVP, besides Bryce Harper, besides Max Scherzer, who Oral Hershiser uh, is giving out the NL Cy Young Award to. We shall see. What do you think? Glimmer? No hope for Soto. Doesn't change my handicap there. Yeah. Now, if we're going to play four-dimensional chess here real quick. That's what I'm playing. Zach Wheeler, 
former New York Met, Oral Hershiser at the end of his career. Oh, stop. Did pitch for the New York stop Mets. Stop it. See, I, I again, I, I told you it was a stretch. Uh, I, look, I again, the other thing I know yesterday you brought up, Mike Sosha was a catcher, Service was a catcher, Kevin Cash, of course, was a catcher when he was when he played as well. It was really the service playing for Sosha. Yeah, I, look. So I, it's by position. Now you're saying it's by position. I who you know what? Who knows? I, I think the the ones that have made sense so far on on hey they managed Team X or played for Team Y and they gave it to those uh, the the team the uh, same guy same team. I think we're seeing that the whole way through. The, the NL Cy Young's the only one that I would give That's a little bit say. of credit. And same with the well, AL, AL Cy Young. The AL was always the fly in the ointment, right? Jack McDowell, Lance Lynn can't possibly win AL Cy Young, right? Can't. Sure, sure he can. <laughs> if that, sure he can. Cy Young today, by the way, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on uh, the MLB Network. And uh, we'll, we'll have our answers to our questions, I think, today. We'll know if this is all uh, scripted out. But you're probably right about tomorrow anyway. Today, Cy Youngs. Tomorrow, again, MVPs in Major League Baseball. We do have a uh, a bet coming up in tennis. I sort of threw that in. Um, we had one yesterday, but it only happened after the show because Matteo Berrettini pulled out of the ATP Finals, and it ended up being Yannick Sinner uh, against Uber Ukats. And so for those who asked on Twitter, I at least responded there and said, hey, I was on Sinner, and Sinner got it done yesterday. So we have another situation today where there has been a withdrawal. And so I was going to have a tennis pick, and now I still have a tennis pick, but a completely different one after the withdrawal. Tell you what that is next. And Jeff and I will go through our power rankings in the NFL right after the break. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. Get ready to wash the hate all over us for these power rankings. That's next. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer, however, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that sports better in your life. It's all at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Jeffrey Parlay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, who springs from a, uh, a lineage of uh, Stephen Parlay down to uh, Craig and Elisa Parlay, and now there's Jeffrey Parlay. Actually, I, I, I'm, I, it's kind of horrible of me to wait a half hour to say this. Happy birthday to my, uh, to my dad. Hey. Today. Yes, happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Mr. Parlay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Happy birthday to your dad. Um... We get tweets. <clears throat> Pardon me. We get tweets. What's happening to me? <clears throat> Water, please. Um, we get tweets at beating the book. <clears throat> Unprofessional. Can't get it out. This is from our own William Hill at Not The Will Hill. Uh, Jason and Lombardi back-to-back is like Ruth and Garrick. We have uh, Jason Weingarten coming up later on the show. Michael Lombardi at the end. <clears throat> Thank you. This is what happens when you do a, a solo show. There's just no going out. Jeff, why don't you filibuster from here and give me this? All right. Uh, this is from uh, Bob from Philly at Futures underscore bet. As a holder of multiple Juan Soto MVP tickets, I hope he wins, but no way MLB brings in Michael Jack Schmidt to not give it to Bryce Harper. That's what I'm saying, Bob. That's what I'm saying. This is from uh, <clears throat> Billy Charlebeau. Billy Charlebois, I believe it's pronounced. Talk about Kevin Cash. Cash is a great manager, but come on. Service took the Mariners to a place nobody saw coming. Cash mismanaged Game 7 last year horribly. Service was 6-1 against the Rays this year. Terrible injustice. Take it away, Jeff. <laughs> what you got on that? What, what, do, I, what do I got while you can, uh, you can uh, sip some water? I, look, I, I didn't really have a problem with either award given out last night. Obviously, Kapler was the obvious of obvious picks. I know the Mariners overachieved, but the Rays did win 100 games yet again. Like, I don't have a problem with Cash winning it for a second straight year. No problem there. Well well done, Jeffrey. I'm still not back. Uh, D. Jun's, <clears throat> I don't know what's happening. D. Jen Southern Gent. Dear Santa, look, I know you don't usually get involved with Gil and Jason, but 
we really need your help. If you could somehow get Juan Soto, the NL MVP, I'll never ask you for anything again. And Gil and Jason, they'll join your team too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, we will. We will join your team. Don't tell my mom. All right, and this is from Johnny Millionaire. <clears throat> Johnny Millionaire. Gil, any chance for the tennis pick out of this next break with Adam? I'm about to get anesthesia, and I might not be awake for the pick before my procedure. Wacky request, I know, but we got tweets and cashing tickets is what it's all about. I hope Johnny Millionaire is not under anesthesia yet, because let's talk a little tennis here, and let's get the tennis pick out. So... Again, yesterday, during a numbers game, I didn't have a pick, but then there was a withdrawal. Matteo Berrettini went out. Yannick Sinner came in. So for those who asked on Twitter, I actually changed. I did like Sinner. He won. Today, I was all prepared to give what I thought was a spectacular pick this morning, which was Casper Ruud going up against Stefanos Tsitsipas. And Casper Ruud was plus 154. Got him at plus 154 last night. Well, Stefanos Tsitsipas pulled out with an elbow. So you got two guys in the ATP finals, the season-ending men's finals, who have pulled out with injuries. So I didn't get to make that pick. But then the Cameron Norrie, Cameron Norrie was the second alternate. Yannick Sinner was the first alternate. So Cameron Norrie then steps in to face Casper Ruud today. Cameron Norrie, I don't like this as much as I liked the one that I was going to have, which was Ruud against Tsitsipas. But Nori is plus one, I got him at plus 132 earlier this morning against Rude. He's still around plus 128 to plus 130, Cameron Nori. That's a play for me. Cameron Nori, the Brit, who gets in as a second alternate against Casper Rude, who we love, by the way. Got nothing wrong to say about Casper Rude. Um, but I do think that as well as Rude played in his earlier match, that there are some advantages here for Nori, and he shouldn't be this big of a dog in the end. So the pick today in tennis is Cameron Nori. Uh, I got him at plus 132. You can find him at plus 130. That's at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the men's side. By the way, on the women's side, for those who are asking, I made two futures plays in the WTA. One was Paula Badosa. One was Annette, uh, Annette Contivate. Paula Bedosa was 4-1, to one, and at Contivate was plus 150. So I have the plus 150 on Contivate riding tonight. I do think that that match is lined properly as far as jumping in right now. Contivate is like minus 145-ish against Garbine Muguruza. I wouldn't play that match because I think it's lined properly. I do think Contivate ought to be the favorite. No one has played better on hard courts in the last month and a half two months than Annette Contivate. It is one of the great runs I've ever seen anybody play uh, on the ladies' side. Garbini is playing great, though. I've got my futures play, so it's polluted a little for me, but I wouldn't play that match. Nori is the pick on the men's side at plus 132. Power rankings, National Football League. Jeffrey, you ready? Ready to go? Let's do mine first. Now, here's the thing. I just want to point out, Jeff, would you agree these were the hardest ones to make all year? 100%. Okay, so... That in mind, just hear me out. Chiefs are back in. Chiefs are number 10. The Ravens, after getting uh, beat by Miami on Thursday night, can go no higher than nine. But I'm not replacing them with a team like New England. I'm just not. So Baltimore remains at number nine. Chargers remain at eight, but their defense is horrible. So even in victory, I can't raise them. The Rams drop all the way to seven. Because, let's face it, the Niners just gave everybody a template about how you beat the Rams. And the Rams, let's keep in mind, lost to a Titans team the week before. You can't endure two of those losses in a row and not fall. They fall to seven. Tampa Bay loses to Washington outright. They got a lot of problems in that defensive secondary. They got a lot of problems not having Antonio Brown, Gronk, and all those guys. That's a team that is in trouble. They're at six. So I don't know that people will have any problem with that group. Here's where they'll start to have a problem with me, and, here's, and, and this is where I'm going to just sit here and say I'm going to make a stand, and I made the stand on this team every week that we've done power rankings. I've had them in my top 10 from the beginning when I don't remember anybody else having them in their top 10. I remain with them. The Tennessee Titans, for me, are the number five team, and I will bring this up with Lombardi later because I get it. They don't have Derrick Henry. Even in victory, I slipped them down from three to five. I had them higher last week. So they're falling even in mine, even in victory, because they don't have Derrick Henry. Their defense isn't, isn't great, though they have players on that defense, believe me, who can, who can uh, pressure the quarterback. 
But they're number five for me, and it's a they're a conundrum because they're probably not as currently formed, even in victory against the Saints last week. Ryan Tannehill said he wasn't feeling well either. They're not an elite team right now as currently constituted, but they've banked the wins, they have a really easy schedule in front of them, and they're going to get Derrick Henry back by all indications by the postseason. So I'm taking a stand on the Titans. I've taken a stand on them from day one. Your power rankings have to mean something. They're in mine. By the way, I was watching uh, football on Sunday with Aaron Schatz, the founder of Football Outsiders over at the Cosmo. He'll be on the show next week. He was The last thing he wanted, he said, was the Titans to win a close game against the Saints because now he's got to drop the Titans even more in his rankings and explain it to people. He's got Titans middle of the road. I got him winning the Super Bowl. We'll talk to Lombardi about that later. Buffalo's four. I can't put them any higher because they haven't beaten anybody. Dallas is three. They, they deserve to be three, even with that Denver clunker a couple weeks ago. They came back, roared back. Highest ranking for Green Bay all year for me. I, I don't know what else to say other than Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are a juggernaut. They go to two by default based on what we've seen here the last couple weeks. And then Arizona, they remain number one for me because I'm not taking points off. No Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins. Cole McCoy gets hurt midway through. I'm just not. They're number one. Jeff, yours. All right, we'll go 10-1 to 1 also. Baltimore moves down after their terrible loss to Miami. I wish I had another team to put in the top 10. I just don't have one. So Baltimore stays in at number 10. Kansas City into number 9. If they win this week, Kansas City's probably going back into the top 5. That's just the nature of the beast at this point, Gil. New England up to number 8 from number 10. It was actually a lot tighter than I expected between them and Buffalo at 7-8. and eight. And, look, it wouldn't shock me if New England wins the division at this point, only a game back. They have two games with the Bills left. Bills haven't beaten anyone. Wouldn't shock me if New England catches them. New, uh, Buffalo's in at seven. They're this low because they haven't beaten anyone. And now lost to Jacksonville is probably the worst loss that anyone has had this year. And there have been clunkers, as we know, across the league. Don't remind me. Yeah, I, no, I know you know, Gil. Uh, Titans are number six. Yes. They come in as the number one team in the AFC. Look, they just keep finding ways to win. And at some point, they're going to lose another game that they're not supposed to. It's just the way that the league has been this year. But until that happens, Tennessee is at six. And now we get to the left side of the column, which is all the NFC teams, one through five. Gil, at this point, I might as well just pick these teams out of a hat and just go with that order. <laughs> I don't blame because you. Because, look, Green Bay, I kept it five. They didn't show me anything in that win against Seattle that – shows me that they deserve to be higher than five defense is good defense is good but that look uh i know jordan love played two weeks ago rogers looked bad and they just continue to find continuing finding ways to win close games i don't know how good they really are tampa i agree with you they got a whole bunch of problems but i would go with them and we'll get the rest of them on the other side we will and we'll talk nba with dan bespris next numbers game visa the sports betting network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy NBA action like never before. With BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds, specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long, download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. That's simple. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We get tweets at beating the book. 3-Jack H3131. Didn't realize how choked up Gil gets about talking MLB award betting until today. <laughs> I do get very choked up, literally. Jeffrey, you wanted to finish out your thoughts before we get to Bespris on these uh, rankings? Yeah, I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, my top three, I had the Rams at three. I didn't move them, even though there are clearly a lot of problems there right now. Uh, number two, Dallas. If Mike McCarthy was not the coach, they'd be number one. And the Cardinals, look, I'm not going to punish them for a bad game with the backup quarterback and no DeAndre Hopkins. If they look bad next time Murray comes back, when Murray's back, then we'll be looking to dock them down. Isn't the whole takeaway from this exercise this year, and especially right now here at this moment after, after 10 weeks, that every single team is flawed in some way, whether it's, you know, injury spate, horrible defense, script has been written on how to beat them. They've all, every one of them has had at least one clunker game. That's the real message of all of this. That everybody's flawed. There is not a superpower in the National Football League this year. And I will say this again because we talked about it on a numbers game. We talked about it on the Megapod last week. All the analytics people who had Kansas City up at like three last week. One of them even had the Niners at number nine, if you recall, Football Outsiders. Not as crazy as it sounds now, is it? Because they're all flawed. And parity has never been more apparent than it is right now. Uh, let's talk some NBA. Let's bring him in. The greatest audio in the business comes to us via video as well. But the audio is intact. It's Dan Bespris from the Fantasy NBA Today podcast and, of course, hoop-ball.com in front of his draft board. How you doing, Dano? Good morning. I feel like I've got my desk lamp too bright. Do I look like a solar flare to you guys? <laughs> you are you are translucent. I can see through you. I see the, dra- yeah, I see the name behind you. No, you look great. Let's see if I can bring that down a tiny bit. You look That's wonderful. Too dark, no, no, you no. look great. You look, you look awesome. Let me ask you a question, though, before we, however you look. The Golden State Warriors roll the Kyrie-less Brooklyn Nets. It should be pointed out, though, that the Warriors are clay-less, right? And I'll just say what I said before the season and as the season started. No one seems to take the Warriors as seriously as they ought to. Aren't they simply the best team in the NBA? And, oh, by the way, isn't that LeBron proof too? Whenever he comes back, yes. Well, can I add the clay caveat? Because I do think there's a little bit of kind of early season magic going on here. They're obviously they're playing some incredible basketball, and I think maybe more than anything, it's the defense that's underrated for the Warriors right now. Uh, I have no idea how I won the underbet on that game last night. I feel very fortunate about that, but it was mostly based on the Warriors' defense being suffocating, and a lot of that is Draymond Green. Steph is going to get all the highlights, and rightfully so, because he's been incredible again. But they've revamped their defense in a way that I personally did not see coming. I thought that they were going to look a little bit or a lot like last year, and then with sort of minor tweaks, but they've completely changed the way way they play on that side of the ball, and that's how they've gotten off to this 
incredible start. It hasn't been all Steph as awesome as he's been. He's doing pretty similar stuff to what he did in the second half last year when they weren't rolling the NBA. It's the other thing. So right now, I do think that there's a little bit of an early season magic thing going on here. They're clearly the best team in the NBA right now. When Clay comes back, that's the thing that puts them over the top in terms of sort of creating a permanent spot in that uppermost echelon. But also at the same time, I do feel like the NBA is more level this year. Don't you where things yep. are? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all thought that everything was going to like go back to the the haves and the have nots after the crazy COVID shortened season. But instead the haves have kind of moved back to the pack and uh, a lot of interesting teams are up near the top. You, Gil, your wizards are in first place too. 10 and three, break them up. Could be 11 and three tonight. <laughs> must be so happy right now the Warriors the Wizards and the Warriors atop the NBA screenshot this moment can you screenshot a moment in life <laughs> screenshot it just pin it because it's never going to happen again the, the the Wizards are another thing I mean it's, it's an amazing story for sure but it, it is JVT and I talked a little bit about this yesterday it is a lesson in if you get a superstar it's worth just enduring it for a year knowing you're going nowhere because the haul you can get for them will transform your team if you play it correctly and it appears to, I mean, look, they're not going to win the NBA title, but in the case of the Wizards, they look like, and it's early, they look like they're a playoff team and not just a play-in playoff team either, right? They might squeak into the top six. They might squeak into the top six. I do feel like, don't you feel like this shoe is yes. going to drop on yes. this team? 100%. Yeah. 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 Although they, they've been doing some of it without uh, Beal, who's been out on uh, personal leave as well. They're just... They're, they're doing what the Knicks did last year, in my estimation, which is just playing harder than everybody else that they go against. And that's worth a lot right now in a season where I feel like a lot of teams sort of zombie waltzed into the year after another weird offseason. And this this ebb and flow of actually having NBA, I think, has completely screwed up the players kind of annual body clocks and the teams that aren't doing that are the teams that are winning. The Bulls look really good quickly, faster than I expected. The Cavs got off to a quick start. Like, there's there's some weirdness to the start of the NBA season. So, uh, let's go back to the Warriors for a second, because they go to Phoenix. Warriors are 12-2. and two. Uh, The Phoenix Suns are 10-3. and three. They go to Phoenix tomorrow night. They're going to, right now anyway, they're three-point, you know, uh, early dogs in that game, three-and-a-half points. But the Suns play tonight, and this gets into the, uh, the Dan Bespris handicapping tenants sort of uh, category here. Phoenix hosting Dallas tonight as eight-point favorites. I mean, I hate to say there's a look-ahead spot here for Phoenix, but you know how I feel about spots. But wouldn't this qualify for those who believe in spots? Um, It's a little weird because Phoenix actually has Dallas, I believe, uh, two times in a row before they have the Warriors. Um, So... This is actually one of my favorite spots for a, a totally different reason, if I can take Please. us on a tangential yes. travel. Uh, I love it that the NBA has left this thing in their schedule, which they sort of incorporated because of COVID. They wanted to limit teams' travel, and you got these back-to-backs that weren't even home-and-homes necessarily. It was just two teams playing each other in the same arena two times in a row. You can take a lot from the first meeting of those teams. Watch the game live or watch the tape, whatever it takes to see how that game goes, and you can make some very accurate calls on how the rematch is going to go based on things that sort of didn't go according to what you expect, a reversion to the mean. Those things do tend to happen even in the short term. I love these back-to-backs. Game two often provides a really nice opportunity to get in on some side or some total. So does it inform you on something here? Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'll be, we'll be watching that ball game coming yeah. up though. And I'll, I'll hopefully yeah. I'll have something on the Dallas Phoenix rematch. Oh, I see. You, you mean when it plays out here and then the subsequent game, I got right. you, got you on that. Okay. What about tonight? Cause you have about 10, 11 games tonight. What do you like best? I promised you Gil that I would get you an NBA play to make you vomit. That was that we had so much fun with that last year. Sure, fabulous. And segment. so this one and <laughs> I could have picked either side in this game and it would make you feel nauseated. I like the thunder tonight. Uh, Oh man. They are, uh, they're a gross team to bet. Uh, but this is sort of gross versus grosser. If you can put it that way, I actually think the thunder are secretly a little bit better than people realize. We all know that they're trying to lose and pick up, uh, not that they need more draft picks, but to elevate where their 75 upcoming picks are going to be in the draft. 
I think there's a weird public perception that the Thunder and the Rockets are in the same exact echelon of team right now, but they very much is a difference between the bad and the worst. And the Rockets are one in 13. They've been disjointed. They turn the ball over. They have not been able to find any kind of rhythm on offense or defense. And the Thunder have actually been able to do a little bit on both sides of the ball. They beat a couple of good teams. My fear with this one is do the Thunder not care about this particular ball game? They've been so excited to play teams like the Clippers and the Lakers and these these marquee matchups, and they roll in to take on the Rockets, and they just sleepwalk into it. So that's a little bit vomitous. I actually think the play that I like more uh, if it is not quite so nauseating, is uh, the Atlanta Hawks. They're turning into this season's Philadelphia 76ers, which is a team that cannot find themselves on the road and are absolutely incredible at home so far. They look like two completely different teams. They're 6-9 and nine on the season overall, but 1-8 and eight on the road to this point. Back the Hawks at home until they tell me to do something else. Back the Hawks at home until they tell you to do something else. All right, Hawks and Thunder from Dano. Dan Bespris, everybody. Thank you, Dan. Good day, sirs. The once translucent, now visible Dan Bespris. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten, the wide world of Weingarten. He goes all the way to Iran to find a bet, we think. Next, Beeson's A Numbers Game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.